Previously on Sorta Awesome Plus, Kyle shares his fear of discovering that there is no clean underwear in his drawer. An author on Quora who has provided over 9,000 answers and who identifies as a frequent dreamer and amateur dream interpreter insists that this means Kyle has nothing to hide. She plainly doesn't know about the dead bodies. Alright. Hello. Hello ladies. And ladies. <laughs> And this lady. Well, that was the first lady. Oh, okay. It was you two. Okay. This is Francie. She Francie may, Pants. Francie Pants may be hanging out with me. If she, she can behave. If she can behave. You'll likely notice we're both wearing idiot sweatshirts again because it got cold. It is, it is unspeakably and brutally cold for the middle of April. I'm... Not happy about that. Let's talk about this. Okay. We grew up in, both of us grew up more or less in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. which is not a stranger to cold weather. No. Pre or post, uh, what's the word? The words, the phraseology, um, climate change. Climate change, uh -huh. Even before climate change. As a kid, did you hate cold? Did you notice cold? I didn't notice it as much as I do now. When did you first look up and say, this is some bull? <laughs> I like your self-censoring. Um, I'll tell you the my truth. Mm -hmm. My truth is after we lived in South Texas for four years. I mean, Texas, Central Texas, no, North Texas for a few years was good. But then when we lived in San Marcos, south of Austin, for four years and then we moved back up here, I was like, oh, I was mistaken. The cold is intolerable and I will die. That was when I noticed the difference. Yes. Let's take let's take a slow geographical journey okay. through our past. Okay. When we lived in Fort Worth, which I'm assuming that's what you were calling North. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got confused about the geography of Texas, yeah. which, to be fair, is easy to do. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a whole other mass. country, as it were. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so when we lived there, there was heavy air quotes winter. Yeah. Do you remember, or what do you remember about the first time that there was actually snow there? In Fort Worth? Yeah. I don't remember. You don't remember it? No. I remember it. So the place I was working at the time, it was unacceptable that anything. Oh, I do remember. Anything <laughs> would derail yes. you from getting into the office. I do remember this now. As a coach. And mm -hmm. I'm sure every every collegiate coaching staff is equally as stupid. Yeah. Because it's full of men. And it, like it's like you're used to going in. I think more than anything, it was the fear that what would I do if I don't go to the yes. office? Yes. Anyway, it had snowed there. And f snow is tremendously uncommon for Fort Worth. Common enough that they'd made, again, heavy air quotes, preparations. Oh, my gosh. For when snow occurs. So I had one of my coworkers was a native of Michigan. So mm -hmm. snow was like whatever to him. He yes. didn't care. And he just so happened to have a four wheel drive. Now, we were all, when you're not used to snow 
Everybody, so everybody has a level. This is my opinion, which I also declare as fact. Everyone has a level of, I behave like an idiot when they encounter foreign driving scenarios. Yes. And when you live in a place with no snow, then it's rain. All of a sudden it rains and everybody's an idiot. Yes. Or if it's, you know, random snow, then that's the case, all that. Well, again, this guy... He's used to, has experienced the worst of worsts. He's like, yeah, this is no thing. And so all the rest of us, we're in our idiot moment. Yeah. But he's like, bro, or bros, as it were. <laughs> it's okay. And so he made the rounds. It was like a, it was like a Shriner car full of coaches <laughs> picking up everybody to get into the office. And as we're heading in, so it had it had snowed. The ground wasn't yet cold enough to right. keep the snow frozen. Yes. But then it did cool off that that like singular time in multiple years overnight enough that there was a like here and there maybe a fleck of ice. Yes. On the road and and then some remaining snow that hadn't melted. So again, everybody else is just arms over their head running and screaming. <laughs> He's driving us in. When we get behind, this is at the, at that time, it's over a decade ago. Don't tell me how much more over it is because I can't handle that challenge to my age. Um, we get behind the, for the third time, heavy air quotes, road crew, which was Three dudes in the back of not even a full-sized pickup. <laughs> not even a full-sized pickup. There was some sand in there, and they had shovels, and they're driving along slow, and these guys are working their butts off, throwing sand out over the road. And it was a very surreal moment as I encountered it and thinking, this is, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> so that was our, our first leg of the journey, Sal. Yes. Then we get to San Marcos, which is, let's just call it roughly halfway between San Antonio and Austin. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a smidge closer to Austin. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about a very warm, like yeah. maybe you need a windbreaker for cumulatively a month out of the year. Yes. Gorgeous, wonderful place. Yes. Pretty right. sure the dog just passed wind. Yeah, it stinks real it bad right now. It stinks bad. real bad. Thanks, Fromms. Yes. I'll not be eating you later. <laughs> so we get to San Marcos, and let's talk about what did you get used to? What was your, what did you feel like cold was when you were oh, there? Oh, when we lived in San Marcos, cold was like 40 degrees. was like, oh my gosh, I don't even have a coat for this. Uh, I have pictures of AJ. So AJ was a September baby. I have pictures of her as what, a four or five month old on our front lawn in January, wearing nothing but a diaper. Yeah. It was just gorgeous. You just, yeah. it was very rarely cold. There. Maybe the San Diego of the South. I don't know. Ooh, I like it. It I was, like it. it was wonderful, but yes. we didn't know it was wonderful. Yeah. Until the winter of 2008. Okay. Because we had left there. Yes. We'd come all the way back to central Oklahoma. Yes. And this was the first time in over maybe close to a decade. Close to a decade, yeah. That we'd really experienced weather. How'd you feel? I wanted, I literally wanted to die. I could feel it 
in my bones, which was something I'd heard old people say when I was a kid and thought, well, that's it. Strange. And we yeah. weren't old yet. We, well, we were much younger than we are now. Well, we're in our, our 30s. Yes. That's like prime butt-kicking time of life. I was 30 when we moved there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just really painful. Painful yeah. cold. Yeah. I could not deal with it. The wind took my breath away. That's the other thing, too, about Oklahoma. It's not just a song. It's not just the it, wind. in the musical. The wind does come sweeping down the plane. Right. And sweeping. Murder like, you. Yeah, sweeping like a bowling ball of knives. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. Just, God. <laughs> and for some reason, in conjunction with that, every gas station in Oklahoma seems to be located on a hill. Yeah. So you, you're you just fighting to survive, but then you're almost out of gas and you have to go get gas. And, and in those moments, you think homicidal thoughts. Yes. At no one in particular. At the weather. Anyone. It, yes. Anyone, well, yeah. anything. Yeah. And as you watch, there's no longer tumbleweeds. It's just like trash. <laughs> Plastic bags and stuff that blow by. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and it's it's a sickening anger. It's like, yeah, you can't even pick who to focus it on so that you can have some closure. Yes, just this is this is wrong. No wonder there was a land run to give this state away. It sucks, <laughs> and I don't feel that way about my home state. But in those moments, you certainly do. Ooh, that was a yes. trip. It's good to get that off my chest. I'm glad you did. You have. When was the last time you even left the house? <laughs> well, I have, I've had to patrol the backyard a few times here in the last few days because I've heard reports that late at night there is an opossum. Yeah, and that's right. It starts with O. Well, there is an opossum. Does it? Yeah, literally. It literally does. Go look it up. Okay. I have seen with my own eyes, and it was at 4 o'clock this morning, the opossum, which I call opossum. And he's a brave dude, too. Just yeah. sitting out here. I was taking a dog out, and he was just sitting on, in part of your yard just staring at me like, what are you going to do? And he was crunching on something. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't he anything did. natural. It was something from the netherworld. It was. Uh, it was yeah. some bones of something. So gross. I think. I don't even know if possums are carnivores. Possums are like the... Snakes, yeah, of they the are. lizard kingdom, something I don't know. Something, think of something gross, and yeah. possums are worse. Opossums, sorry, are worse. <laughs> I don't think anybody says opossum. Only somebody that I every time I say possum instead of opossum, one of my ancestors' hearts breaks. Just yeah, a little more. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Anyway, all of that to say. It's cold outside. It's cold. And miserable. And I would like to have spring back. If we can't live our lives, can I at least have spring? But that's Oklahoma. You're going to have a full year's worth of weather inside of a week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the part that... That's why there was a land run. So that's what we're living, right? That's what we're living. That's why we have sweatshirts on again. That was where Kyle started with this, I believe. Yeah. So... I've got a note. I keep looking down. I've got a notepad here. I don't know if that, I doubt it shows up in the shot because I'm required to remember people's names. And as we've discussed before, that's, that's a recipe for failure and sadness. So I have a notepad here and I did want to bring up, first of all, awesome Carolyn in the, in the superstars group, 
which is the Patreon group, had a, a she packed three questions of mm-hmm. great magnitude into one. It was as a, an efficient person. Yes, I'm. I celebrate what you did there. That was impressive. It was good. It was good. Three questions that have dominated my mind and possibly yours anytime you talk to me. You've yes, you've given this a lot of thought. I have. I yeah. have. First question leads into something that's been talked about a lot. Yes. Lately in the old superstars groups. She she right out of the gate, not even pausing, outran the rest of the pack asking, What? What is red eye gravy? Yep. That's a good question. It is a good question. And I think it's important to appreciate it, that in the world of gravy sommeliers, yeah, it's a thing. Didn't know. That, boy, there's a lot of wiggle room within any single kind of gravy. And so it's it's a tough question to answer because I don't want to step on the toes of other gravy aficionados and say too much. What I will say is, the the single across all the multiple recipes that you can find for red eye gravy, the single thing that comes up, and this is the art of I want to make a thing. This is how I approach things. Yes. If I want to make a thing, I'm going to go look at a lot of different recipes and I'm going to find what's the singular unifying elements. Yeah. I'll make sure to include that. And then from the others, I'm going to say, oh, now that sounds interesting. That sounds like... You're a poser. You're not even, you poser. don't even know. That was good. Good 90s yeah. callback poser. Yes. But that singular unifying element is that at some point in the process, you deglaze your skillet of drippings, fats, and goodnesses in there with coffee. Hence the? Hence the name Red, Red Eye. Eye Gravy. We'll go into, I'll come back to that. That's in and of itself is worth an episode plus. Um, question number two. What or what is the Patreon level needed to not see sort of naked? It's mm-hmm. a solid question. And yes. first and foremost, I want to point out, I appreciate deeply that you, you met me where I was at and you spelled, you didn't spell naked, yes. you spelled naked. That's right. And that is how my people speak. That's right. Well, I'm a little bit, I don't know how to process this yet. We've been in conversations with local government. It doesn't look like there is any way that permitting will be given for sort of naked. So for the time being, probably much to your pleasure, there's no concern over that being a thing. Okay, good. Well, I'm relieved. I am too, honestly. It's kind of one of those things. You switched puppies. I did. It's one of those things where I was excited, but I was scared all at the same time. And the fear was greater than the excitement. Uh So it's a good thing all around. Um, The third question was a request for some commentary for one redneck Uh to give a perspective on another. Right. And that other would be Tiger King. Yes, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. And I have listened so far to everything that I've seen put out on a on a podcast by a, a network whose name we will not mention. It is the network that shall not be named. Yes. Who created that particular podcast. And the podcast, if I'm being honest, it isn't that good. 
I'm really not. I'm really not. It's really not that good. I'm just interested in the content. I've listened to a few of their episodes. Their series isn't complete. And I have full intention of watching the Netflix production, but I just haven't had time yet. It may start as early as this weekend. It's Friday as we record this. As soon as I can, I hate to speak out of turn, Mm -hmm. except for the times when I want to. (laughs) So you tooted. Yeah. You dogs are terrible. They're real gassy. Real gassy today. Um. So yeah, once once I've watched enough of that to really get to know my brother from another mother, mm-hmm. then we'll have some some conversation about that. I cannot wait to dig in. I also yeah, will yeah. watch this. I mentioned on sort of awesome when Rebecca had uh, Tiger King is for awesome of the week that I've watched bits and pieces of it. I've almost made it through the first episode and then seen clips here and there of the rest, but. Um, it makes me real squirmy for a lot of reasons, but yeah. I will power through. We can watch and commentate on it. And I'm confident that I know this person, like this character, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Briggs Myers, Myers Briggs, whichever it is, person. Yeah. With the redneck cloak. I know, you know him. I so. think I think that Carolyn made a good point because in her question for you to maybe give some commentary on it, she said something along the lines of you're a person who's from small town a small town in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and you don't think all small town people are idiots or right. dum dums right. by the very nature of being from a small town. I mean obviously exactly. you grew up in a town of less than five thousand. I'm a smooth running idiot. There's no question. <laughs> Except when it comes to gravy. But yeah, I don't. Exactly. But I think that's true, and that's part of the reason I've been so squirmy about Tiger King is that it bothers me to see Oklahoma portrayed that way. Although I think right. it bothers me because I also know the reality of um, some small town features. Well, I have some like that. some cursory thoughts on that. Okay, but you don't get them yet. Oh, so just okay. call that a. Call that a teaser, teaser. or whatever you want. We like to call in the industry a teaser. Right. My my desire to watch first is to go in and see if there's any reason to disprove what I already think. Okay. All right. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. But let's circle back to question number one, which was about gravy. Yeah. And I was I was really surprised. How did you how did you react to the volume of very heartfelt commentary about gravy. I mean, I was so shocked because gravy is not something that I think a lot about or have a lot of strong feelings on. Although I will say there was a time when my parents, when I was a senior in high school and then on into college, my parents and siblings lived in Pennsylvania up by Erie. Mm -hmm. And when I would go up there and visit and we'd go out to eat, I would be like, where's the real gravy? And so that was the first time I was really confronted with this gravy divide. But in the day-to-day life down here, like I don't hardly ever think about brown gravy. Right. So it's just something I didn't know people would have a lot of. But even beyond. Feelings about. Brown gravy. Just all the different. The different kinds of. Well, but I will say, and I I mentioned this in in an earlier episode that you have talked about gravy a lot in the sense that you've talked about every culture sort of has its right. gravy. It was a it was a really interesting yeah. discovery down my culinary path. Yes. To say 
wow, to begin to identify, just again, like I would looking at a recipe to say, well, that's basically the same thing as this. Yeah. They just used different regionally specific ingredients to get there, but it's sure. the same dish. It's the same, same concept, same, same dish, different, mm -hmm. like same execution, just different ingredients. Right. Which brings then, if you can learn one thing yeah, and, and be aware of the, I'm getting all the way overboard here, but if you can learn one thing and then what the, the variables are, then you can learn like 50 things yeah. just overnight. Yes. So it's a tremendously rewarding yes. thing. Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, awesome's Carolyn, Melanie, Mary, Shell, and even sort of awesome co-host Kelly, mm -hmm. yeah. who I could, I could sense the excitement around things, the inquisitive mind. Yes. And so we've talked about this. Yes. And Meg and I have talked about this. And it, it feels like it'd be a crime at this point not to have like a full sort of awesome episode that looks in depth at, at gravy and a few other things to do with cuisine, certainly jokingly, but also with a, a flavor of seriousness to it about this easy way to conquer so many things. Right. And I've heard through the, the, the Meg grapevine, is that a thing? That uh, Kelly is quite the chef. Yes. And so I'm just going to throw the gauntlet down and say if she's not on this episode, she's all talk. Oh, yeah. dang. Yeah. All right, Kelly, you heard that. That's right. And further, just like the last beating a dead horse here, um, this is such a topic now. It didn't feel right to be like, oh, well, the next open slot on scheduling for yeah. an episode is eons from now. Right. There's probably going to be a, a bonus episode release with this in the much nearer term right. future. We just have to iron out the logistics. And I think it's really timely because a lot of people are cooking from home more mm -hmm. than ever. And there's... Okay. That's okay. That's all right. Just uh, put back up there. There we go. Just like that. That's fine. Start over. Okay. And I think it's really timely because this is a time when more people than ever are cooking from home. There have been many times when you have saved a dish by adding a great gravy on top. Now, yeah. that's even harsher than it needs to be. Kyle doesn't merely make bad yeah. dishes, but truly, he'll just be like, well, what if we hey, did a gravy and blah, blah, blah. What if we made a powdered sugar gravy? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So. All right. That's yeah. There's a lot of good, good stuff to go over there. Who knows? It could turn into a two-parter. It it might take over. Who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll see about that. So those are the general housekeeping plus our departure down the path of cold weather sucks. Yeah. Also in the Patreon comments, um, Katie, Superstar Katie, uh, suggested that for Francie Pants, our tornado eater. Yes. She suggested a slow feed dish. I saw that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that existed. I've so, literally been so busy that I've not yet consulted my business partner, Google, to yeah. look into this. But that was a... I'm excited about this. Basically, what we're trying to say is that you guys' comments and responses are keeping us going right now. Yeah. So thank you for Much that. Much appreciated. Kyle, bless his heart, has had to carry this talk today on his 
shoulders because well, it was a... You say that. You haven't yet uh, experienced the next question. Okay. Which is the shifting of the burden from Atlas okay. to Mrs. Atlas. Well, I was just going to talk about how very little sleep I got last night. So well, I'm not a very me. good conversationalist. Tell me about your day. What would your day look like? Well, my day included a complete fall apart sobbing in the kitchen style because of a variety of factors, probably top of the list being a, a lack of sleep. Um, the only reason I was aware that that was oh going on is because I heard heavy panting in the stairwell and it was Nico by himself. Yes. And I was, Good. I thought somebody's dead downstairs. <laughs> Something's happened. I grabbed him before he got excited by seeing me and tumbled backwards. I grabbed him and I come downstairs and I'm looking around and then I discovered all was not right. Yeah. So we had a good, let's not get on the edge of this cliff and jump off conversation, which was very helpful about reorganizing the day's schedule going forward. But this prior is... to that, though, I had it had one of those moments where I literally just got in the van and was like, I got to go to the bank, and then I don't know when I'm coming back, and I don't know where I'm going. It's <laughs> I true. drive around for a while. We need those those ability to have those moments and yes. get away. Yeah. But so, yeah, we had a good talk, and you helped me strategize. Use those INTJ strategizing superpowers. I tried. The big positive here is that... For any of us to jump off of a cliff in Oklahoma, the cliffs aren't that tall. You're just going to hurt your ankles. And that's about it's it. It's not even worth it. And it sucks worse. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. And I got to record um, next week's episode with Kelly, which was great. Yeah. And so that uh, perked up my spirits, as does petting this puppy. She's a good pup. She yes. likes to be held. Yes. Yes, yes. So. So you, you had that, but you also had a very productive day. Despite bad feels, mm -hmm. it's a good day, mm -hmm. and it's Friday. It's Friday. Friday's a big day. Yeah, it's a meat Friday for us it's Catholics. It's a meat Friday. Yeah, we Catholics who normally don't eat meat on Fridays, um, it's a meat Friday because this is Easter Friday. We're in the octave of Easter, so we haven't even talked about that. But yeah. we're not having fish tonight. The gravy options about. <laughs> All right. Sounds like things are starting to fall apart. Sounds like it. Us, so. All right. Well, that's us. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day. All right. See you next time. Some people claim that the letter O in opossum is silent, just like the letter H in the word honest. Wrong on both accounts. Get good, noob. Ah.